pushing on to be a starter. Like some people are even questioning Kante's role in the team because of all the ballers that are around and that. But that's obviously yeah, that's um, uh, that's a smirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a smirk. Now it's not, it's not. I don't think it's bad to question it. Like I just think, just make sure that. As soon as you finish questioning it, just say, oh, yeah, it was just uh, a conversation to joke <laughs> around, didn't it? Um, Indeed. Number two question. Martin Kieran was, um, he, he said on um, TalkSport, he said that Van Dijk is the best defender the Premier League has ever, ever seen. So I think he was, I think his premise was um, ability-wise. Do you agree with that? And if you do, why? If you don't, why? Eyes on the ball. Uh, it's eyes yo, on the yo, ball. Yo. <laughs> it's eyes on the ball. It's eyes on the ball, fam. You're making suspect <laughs> noises, you know. <laughs> it's eyes on the ball. Um, your favourite boys, Darren and Daniel. Come on. We're back again with another episode where we're back gonna, again. We're gonna delve in to a couple of a couple of things. Um we're looking at um all the teams strengths and weaknesses in terms of transfers and where they can where, where they can improve basically yeah man uh yeah what what specific areas and uh positions that teams need to strengthen during uh, this current transfer window to be honest and during the summer yeah and um yeah man it's definitely going to be a terrific episode hope you guys enjoy it yeah i just want to get straight in man come on fam i'm yeah, excited, let's get, I'm excited. let's get stuck in man So, as we said, um, what we're doing today is we're looking at the strengths, but mostly the weaknesses of the top six or seven, because obviously Leicester have joined the debate. Leicester in that group. Yeah, though. man, of the big boys. So, we, we the top seven, we would say. Um, and what we're just trying to focus on is where we think they could strengthen to push the team in the right direction, basically. Do you get what I'm saying? So Yeah, we, priority, kind of like priority positions type of Yeah, thing. priority positions. So what we're going to do is we're going to, our top three positions for each team and we'll see where, where like points of contention are, what, how we see the game. And one thing you're going to realise is that like we haven't discussed this, like what our, our positions are. So there's going to be a lot of debate there. Some of some of some of mine aren't even specific positions. They're more so like just areas of of weakness. Do you know what I'm saying? Or type like, of I might say you've got a weak. The type yeah. of players they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just as far as I'm not gonna let's say I don't think a team has width. I'm not gonna say they need a left wing or a left back. I'm just saying, oh, they need to add a left sided player, a right sided player, someone that's gonna improve the width for the team or something of that ilk. Yeah, no, that's calm. So. Um, if I pose to you the top three positions of need for Arsenal Football Club, what are you saying? From, Arsenal got a lot of holes, man. From third, and the thing from is, third Arsenal, upwards. From third upwards, yeah. yeah. Alright, come on. Uh, Arsenal got a lot of holes. That's the first thing I will say. Like They got a lot of... And they've had the same holes for a number of years. Mm. So um, at number three, I'll go with quality width. Because mm. they ain't got much width at the moment. Try to address it by bringing in Pepe and Tierney. Mm. And uh, neither of them have really panned out this season. Obviously, Tierney down to injury. Mm. We're still yet to see what he's capable of. Bellerin also supposed to be, you know, your your quality right back. He's barely played. Mm. 
And uh, yeah, fam, as a team, they ain't got much whip. So uh, whip. <laughs> I said whip. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got much whip. I'm sure, they, but, um, I'm sure they've got a lot of whip, fam. Are you done? Trust me, trust me. Arteta's whipping them boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I think they're cool at the left-back spot. So I'll leave Tierney there. Right? I think they need a new right-back. Because Maitland now has started most of the games. Okay. So I think someone like a CDB at Everton would be a good buy. Mm. Um, obviously, you don't want to replace Pepe so soon. It's only his first season in the Prem. So I'll give it maybe a left wing, I'd say. Because I don't think Aubameyang in the long term is, is going to be is a that, left is that your number? Two. Is that your number two? No, I'm just saying, just as I said, I'm dressing width, isn't it? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm saying whether they want to address the full-back spot or the, the winger spot. Yeah, it's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just addressing width. Um, yeah, so a left winger, maybe like a Zaha. Mm. Zaha will be, will be a nice addition. And number two, I'll go for a cleaner. A cleaner. They've needed a cleaner since bloody Gilberto Silva left. Yeah. So, and Ndidi. is one of my faves, so Ndidi would be the perfect guy. For not that. cheap, so Maybe though. not. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, obviously not cheap, but listen, I see it as it's not every day look for some exotic signing from. Sometimes buy someone that's a Premier League proven player and indeed he is that and obviously he'll be a huge upgrade over Xhaka, Torreira and all of them and there. And lastly, I'll go for something they've needed for like a decade now, a dominant centre-back. So that's Upamakano, which they've been linked with. Hopefully, Arsenal's fans' dreams gets answered and uh, yeah. he comes. But um, even if it's not him, uh, I don't know, Jonathan Tarr, anyone like that, they just need a quality centre-back. And they still got um, Saliba, who they caught. Yeah, yeah. um, so, listen, maybe he's got something he, he, he can do, but they definitely need to address that position specifically. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Who you got? Um, what positions you got? The positions I've got, personally, I think that... Um, it's kind of this, it's, it's the same. It's weird, it's weird. So basically what I believe is that Arsenal, first of all, like in third, I put the cleaner third. So it's an important position, no doubt. Like it's interchangeable whether you want to put the cleaner third or second, in my opinion. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? And I think with Arsenal, I think it'll be the only team where this will happen with us. But Arsenal have quite blatant areas of improvement where they need to improve they haven't bought a cleaner in how long Torreira was maybe their closest answer to that but he is someone who needs a partner like he doesn't he can't do the yeah. role himself do you know what I'm saying and he ain't been the same guy yeah I mean Arteta's bringing that, that kind of play that um him back the old Torreira because if you remember the United game he was breaking up play. He was playing very well in that game. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. played well since um, Arteta's come in. Arteta's come, yeah. Yeah. But like, obviously I'm trying to think right now, maybe like a William Carvalho type player mm. or even someone of the mould of Matic in his prime. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's also, I'm thinking about the Portuguese players now. There's also Danilo plays at Porto, CDM. He also okay, starts... Yeah here and there for Portugal so Danilo is also a good option to have but yeah a CDM who can or like a Vigal yeah not even more because I don't like then again I am thinking about the type of um, um, what's it called the type of style Arteta is going to implement so Vigal does suit the suit the criteria because he might he might not go for that 
black CDM who yeah, exactly, is like, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So got the aft tricks. Yeah, got the aft tricks. He might not go for that. He might go for someone more nimble, someone more like Pep has gone with Rodri. With Rodri, yeah, exactly. yeah. So yeah, so we'll see. That's that's my number three position. Um, number two, like you said, it's just a changed order. I think in particular they need a winger. They need a winger, hundred percent. They need a winger, another winger, because Pepe Pepe is not enough, and Aubameyang is not a winger at the end of the day. Yeah, he's exactly. a striker, and at number one, of course, it's the centre back, man. It's the centre back. If you, whether you need one, whether you need two, whether you need three, whether you need four, four, they need, five, they need six, they need centre backs. Like they need one dominant centre back. Obviously, it's hard to get, but you just need to just need to identify the centre-back that makes the most sense for you and you need to go out and get your centre-back. Do you yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? But yeah, now, nah, sure. let's let's roll on to the next team, which is Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham. I said Hotspur. Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham and Jose Mourinho. What are you saying? What do you think? What do you think is the problem with Tottenham? Um... <clears throat> First place I'll go is fullbacks, and that that's a sad, sad thing to say because that was literally one of the strengths of their team once upon a time. Mm. And now, now they're banging the tongue on that left back. Yeah, yeah. Danny Rose is on the last year of his deal. Sessegnon still yet to prove himself. Yeah, I don't even Trippier. know. I don't even know Sessegnon's a left back or a winger. Like exactly, don't even know. He plays he plays both. Yeah, they let go. They let go of Trippier. Ben Davis, I don't know if he like he can't get fit, mm. but Kaoka Peters ain't even in and around the team, so I'm that's right back and left back for me. So they can do with like a Dinier from Everton, yeah, or like um a right back, Quilly right back, even ooh, fam. When you keep it, there's not it's hard to get quality quality fullbacks. fullbacks. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy. That's what I'm saying. Spam Stick with someone that's already been doing it in the Premier League. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, forget about right back. I say if I'm talking specifically left back, I go for like a Dinier or something like that because banging the tongue on that left back is just that's that's <laughs> that's nonsense. Yeah, right yeah, it doesn't make any sense. He's a centre back, exactly. hundred percent. Um, next spot I'll go is a cleaner. Mm. Um. They've got they've got a few guys that are like makeshift cleaners, but I don't think they've got a guy that they can rely on. Obviously, you've got the Sosokos, the Dyers, um, the Winxes, and Undembele. But um, I don't know if either of any of them can actually become the one that sits. Undembele, it seems like he likes to go forward. He's more of like a he's like a Pogba. like a box to box. He's a Pogba yeah, exactly. Kind of he's more of a box to box type of guy. So. Uh, yeah, they, I think they definitely need a cleaner, especially if they're going to stick with Mourinho. Like the way Mourinho plays, you're definitely going to need uh, a cleaner. And then uh, number one, I'll go with uh, a. Ooh. Well, you stuck between advanced playmaker and then uh, a dominant centre back. You still think they need an advanced playmaker with all the players yeah. they have? Fam, Ericsson's Ericsson's leaving real soon. B Ericsson's gone at the end of the season. What about Ali? And he's the he's the only number ten. Mm, it's true, Ali. It's true. What's Ali? It's true, is he? True, but he could true, Ali true, could be true. considered to be more of an eight than a ten. No, no, no. I'll give you Ali still. I'll give you Ali. Ali's my guy. So I'll say dominant centre back. Like they've um, also got Lo Celso in the squad. 
Yeah, but he ain't, he ain't showing nothing, man. And he's only on loan as well, so they're they're not giving him. He's not giving them a reason to to make it a permanent transfer. But um, I don't yeah, know. If, I, don't, you know what, yeah, do you know what's mad? I f- I don't know. It might be your obli- obligation to buy. You know, depending on how many games he plays, and you know what his fee is. It's like eighty million. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> No way. I'm not sure. Obviously, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I've, I'm not very. I'm not too sure. But I, I'm definitely sure that his release clause was sat in in the region of 80 million. That's why Tottenham decided to get him on loan first. If Tottenham have to pay 80 million, that is a joke for the Yeah, yeah, that would definitely be a joke. Be yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, but, um, for me, fam, yeah, number one, I said dominant centre back, so Kula Bali or something, someone like that, man. Jonathan for Tottenham, one of them, man. Yeah, fam, really? their, their back line is deteriorating. Uh, I don't fam. think centre back is their number one priority. Still, I don't think centre back is their number one priority. If I look at it, yeah, that's it's fine, isn't it? I just think that their their, their defense is is falling apart, really and truly. Mm. And you you build the team from back to front, fam. You got Harry Kane, you still got Deli Ali, as you said. Mm. Just get a solid centre back and get a, keep keep some clean sheets, fam. They kept the least clean sheets of any team in the league. Mm. So yeah, dominant centre back man, all the way. Okay, cool. I mean, I wouldn't put that down to their centre backs. That's just my opinion personally. But um, third place, like you said, I agree with that. They need um, fullbacks. Their fullbacks are they're just lacking in that area, isn't it? Even um, Tanganga, he's a centre. He's another centre back. Like he's not. He's not someone that you want to play at fullback. Vertonghen is not someone you want to play at fullback. Like they've got a lot of centre backs. They've got Alderweireld, they've got Vertonghen, they've got Tanganga, they've got Davinson Sanchez. You've even got Eric Dyer, who I think is a centre back, not a CDM in it. Um, so they've got an abundance of players who can play that position and play that position well. In I won't go as far as and say Premier League winning teams, but if those were if those if you pick any two of those centre backs and you say they won the, they were in a Premier League winning team, I wouldn't be like, oh wow, like I'm shocked, like. Tongan and Alderweireld combined to win the Premier League. Like, I wouldn't be shocked personally, fam. Uh, I don't know about being shocked. Like, that's a specific scenario. But my my feeling on it is, them men are done now. No, but they've still got. They've still got. They've had their window. They've still got the same guys. They've still got quality in that centre back position. I I refuse to believe that they don't have quality. There, you still got Davinson Sanchez. He's still a very good centre back. Like he's a good centre back. Like there's only so much. There's only so much you can expect from your centre backs. Do they? Can they head the ball? Are they aggressive? Are they quick? Can they distribute the ball? And all those Tottenham centre backs can do that to an extent. Obviously, varying degrees, but they can do that in it. That's why I don't believe it's a position of need, of priority. That's why I've gone with a fullback position. Like you said, someone like Adini that can come in and do the job. Someone like, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as say Chilwell. Someone like a Ricardo Pereira um, from Leicester at right back that could possibly. 100 mil, fam. Of course, fam. Um, um, priority positions cost money at the end of the day. And teams are smarter. Teams know what you need. And they're not going to be just. Like willy nilly to just provide them what you need. You get what I'm saying. Mm. So yeah, the fullback position as my third position in terms of priority. Um, I'd say what they need to do is replace Ericsson. That's like of high priority. priority. Them, yeah. They need to replace Ericsson because Ericsson at his he best was a facilitator. Everybody. Like he was, he was just brilliant. Like I don't even 
know what else to say about it. Like CP3 from yeah, he was he was dictating the play, d- dictating the tempo. You could drop him deep. Like I was really arguing for Ericsson when Coutinho was at his best at um, Liverpool. I was saying that fam Ericsson, I prefer Ericsson to Coutinho. Like what Ericsson could do with the ball. Obviously, his preference. Coutinho at Liverpool was great, like, of course, like, no one... Yeah, no and he, one get, he got more got, goals. Yeah, 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 100%. But, like, I saw something in Ericsson, like, he just was so good. And the way he hit the ball was like De Bruyne. I don't, I don't see that. Do you get what I mean? He could hit the ball as cleanly as De Bruyne. And you don't see that mm. from a lot of players. He's one of the few players who could play Cam and also drop, um, drop deep as well to see the bigger picture. So they d- yeah. definitely need to replace Ericsson. And I think third, I mean, it might be a bit surprising, but I think... They need a striker who's ready to do the role of second job, like the second role striker. That's what they've never had. And Son, as well as he does to fill in, Lucas, as well as he does to fill in, they're not strikers and they can only do so much. And they're always mm-hmm. lacking when they... When Kane gets I, injured... I think you can play Son up top. Nah, when, when Kane gets injured, I don't know if you've clocked... And even Poch had it. During those seasons where he was close to winning the league, when Kane gets injured... They're always lacking in that area. It's it's as if their goals dry up. I don't know why. Obviously, I, I wouldn't say always because, fam, last season they got to the Champions League final without Kane, fam. Ah, uh, that's. I think that's an anomaly because you have to look at the how how they played, the luck that they um they got on on route to the final, the City game, very very lucky, fortunate. The Ajax game was incredibly lucky, and I don't think Tottenham in the next decade, get to the Champions League final again. And that's me personally, in it? But obviously, it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a big statement to make, but I don't think they do, in it? Yeah. And um, I just think they've not... Like, tell me a Premier League team that hasn't had a quality backup to the... Do you get what I'm saying? Tell me a Premier League team... This Liverpool team will probably be the first team, and Origi still does a job when he comes in. Like... That's who. That's as far as I would accept in terms of not having a quality backup to replace the the goals. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my opinion in it. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna roll with in it. But moving yeah, on again yeah, from Tottenham, we go to Chelsea. Yep. Your squad. So should I um, do the honors since it's my team? Should I go first? Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Um, Chelsea. So priority positions. At number three, um, Chelsea need a, t- a 10, like some sort of 10. Someone to come and just facilitate. Someone to come and do the like playmaking role. Like Ericsson would have been the perfect player for Chelsea. Like, Are you not happy with Mason Mount? Mason Mount's not a 10. I've, I've, I've explained this so many times. He's an eight. He's an eight who can also play on the wing. Like he's someone that you use to initiate the press. That's what he does for Chelsea. He initiates the press. And he's a quality player. Like, I don't understand why the Chelsea fan base is um, split on him. If you don't see Mason Mount's quality, then I don't think you watch football, in my opinion. Because Mason Mount is a quality player. Who, yeah, he's a good player. At the end but of the day... Fam, but, fam, looking at your team, Jorginho and Kante, those guys are starters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, Mason Mount's going to sit on the bench? No, Mason Mount can be a very, very good squad player. Like, there's players at the end of the day that are squad players. And if you have these squad players, they can come in and start some games. It's just like Lallana at Liverpool. The only reason why Lallana became a squad player, in my opinion, is because of his injury history. is a quality player at his best. Like, at yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. we saw that in the managers um, prior to Klopp, how he has been able to, like, 
basically ripped players and embarrassed players. Yeah, like, fam. Lana in his heyday, he was a baller, fam. Yeah, so like, um, what's it called? Mount can definitely be a very, very good squad player to have who contributes um, effectively to the team. You also have Kovacic, who's a very, very good player that you can have, who's even pushing on to be a starter. Like, some people are even questioning Kante's role in the team because of all the ballers that are around and that. But that's obviously yeah, that's um, uh, that's a smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a smoke. Now, it's not, it's not. I don't think it's bad to question it. Like, I just think just make sure that as soon as you finish questioning it, just say, "Oh, yeah, it was just uh, a conversation to joke <laughs> around, didn't it?" Because you can't sell Kante, you can't get rid yeah, exactly, of Kante. Yeah, and you can't sit Kante yeah. on the bench either. Yeah, you're indispensable. But yeah, so that number ten is key. At number two, what Chelsea need is um, we just need a we need a goal scorer winger. We need a goal scorer winger mm, for sure. Um, I was gonna say left back, and left back is a, a is a position that we need. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm gonna go with left back because we have wingers. We, if if I, if you were to say what do you want to go into next season with another winger or another left back? It would be another left back. So I think we need another left back. Looking at players like Alex Telles, um, I believe he's at Galatasaray, and then Grimaldo, who's at um, Benfica. Those type of left backs that are that go up and down, but can they can defend, defend but also go forward. That's why I love Reese James on the other side. Reese James. Is the perfect type of the perfect mode of a fullback that you need in the present yeah. Someone you can defend, yeah. someone you can attack. But listen, just I, as listen, well as I'm, I'm a fan of Reese James also, but I, I don't want to be hearing he's the best fullback in the league. I've never said he's the best fullback in the nah, league. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm just saying oh, oh. generally, you know, on the Twitter sphere, those kind of those kind of comments have been out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I, I mean, Shout he deserves all the boots. hype. He, <laughs> he deserves all the hype that he's getting, man. Fam, he's a, he's a quality player, someone who gained a lot of experience on loan at Wigan, where he was playing centre back, playing centre mid. Like he literally did all the every role you you can think of for Wigan. He did every role. Um, so yeah, man, definitely a left back. And then um, number one, we need a centre back. We need a commanding centre back. We've got a lot of good second centre backs. Yeah, exactly. So we need, we need that one centre back. Obviously, looking at Koulibaly, the names that have already been mentioned. Yeah. Um, I, I, we've dropped our interest in Ake. I think Ake is another second centre back. He's a very good centre back, but another second centre back. So, yeah, man, we definitely need a centre back. That's number one priority. A big centre back. All right. Um, yeah, I pretty much agree with a lot of the stuff that you said. First part I'll go is is probably left back. Uh, Emerson. I think he started off the season well, but he's kind of fallen off. So, oh. yeah, you can bring in the names that we mentioned, the Dinier. If they want to splash the cash, maybe go get a Chilwell. I don't rate Chilwell. I, I think Chilwell's a bit overrated. No, he is. Did you see the Where's game? I don't rate against- Chilwell. Chilwell's hard. No, man. no, no. He's he's a bit overrated. You know, if you look at his stats, you know, in, against um, Southampton, he, I think it was a Premier League record of, um, like, Losing possession, something like that. And the no, the thing about Chilwell odd, is, game. it's it's not the odd. But that's that's what I'm trying to say. It's not the odd bad game, fam. We're trying to get a left back that doesn't get exposed and doesn't get ripped up. Emerson goes to City. Obviously, yeah, you could say that it's City, but fam, we're looking for a commanding left back who's good at, and very very good at his role. And Chilwell has been shaky. Like over the past couple of games, he's been shaky, and he's not even providing the assist that he used to provide. So once he stops providing assist. 
Like he's suspect defensively. He's suspect yeah, defensively. You're, you're entitled, but um, for me, fam, I think it's quality, and uh, he'd be an upgrade over anything that you have. Um, number two spot, I'd go for I'd go for a winger, man. I think you may need you may need someone to support Tammy because if Tammy is scoring goals for you, I don't know who else is. So yeah, as you said, uh, I, I think you just need no, more goal scoring, that. man. Definitely. Definitely. Whether that comes through a winger, a number ten, as you said, either way, but you just, you just definitely need more goal scoring in the team. And number one, as as you said again, uh, a centre back. You mm. got a bunch of fam. That's what I'm saying. You can't play two Fs together, my brother. You get me? You got three yeah, number yeah, no, two Fs. Three number two Fs. Tomori's not an F. I I don't like when people say that. He's not an F. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about style of play. I'm not talking about I'm talking about his mean? complexion. He's an F. <laughs> My said is complexion. He's an F. He's an F. And, and you need not saying you need one black player, one white player, but you need contrasting styles of play. Do you know what I mean? Zuma's aggressive, Rudiger's aggressive, Tomori's more reserved. But at the same time, I'll tell you aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I'll put him in the aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Back. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's a tweener, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you still want someone a bit more clean. So, uh, yeah, number one, I'd definitely go centre back. And lastly, yeah. we're addressing my team, right? Yeah, yeah, Man United. Manchester United. We've got a bunch of holes. But, um, bad things coming out that Paul Pogba could potentially be gone in the summer. Oh. But then again, we're supposed to get. Bruno Fernandes. So I feel like he can contribute to filling that gap. But um, I'm going to do it as if we keep Paul Pogba because I'm praying that we do. So, um, yeah. Man, third spot I'd go for. I go for a centre back, man. Because I feel like Maguire still not cemented himself as a number one type of centre back. Um, Maybe it's his first season, you know, and we, we haven't got much protection in front of him. As far as a cleaner, and I'll address that later on. But um, oh. yeah, I feel like he's still got work to do to actually, you know, cement himself as a as a leading centre back. And Lindelof, he still has moments of weakness, and we need an F. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we need someone aggressive because we haven't really Eric got that between. Listen, if the guy's played three, he's fit for five games in the season. No matter how quality you are, oh. availability is the best ability. Um, yeah. Next spot I'll go for. Mm, I'll go for advanced playmaker, a number ten, and that's due to be here in the next in the next week or so in Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, and that will be. You that, don't mess that up. Yeah, hopefully we don't, and I think that will be an amazing buy, man, because we can't expect Marshall Rashford and uh, James or Greenwood to create for themselves every single time. We need someone yeah. that's going to be able to make things easy easier for them and just be the supply line. Um, yeah. And if you combine that with a Paul Pogba, yeah, that could, that could be dangerous. A midfield yeah. of Pogba, Fred and Bruno, that could be dangerous. 100%, definitely. Um, and my number, and number, one. number one, I'd go with a cleaner, man. We definitely need a Thomas Party, a... Just an AF. Like an uh, DD, someone like that, and after I can just sit there, protect the defense, break up play, and just smell out danger, man. Because uh, we get done too easily. Like it feels like our defenders run back to their goal so easily. Yeah. Like, if we don't win the ball back high up the pitch, we're finished basically. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we've been needing a, a cleaner for a while, man. Like we never really had much of a cleaner because in our prime, it was Carrick and Skulls. 
Do you get yeah. what I mean? And those guys, neither of those guys are cleaners. Um, I don't remember the last cleaning that we had. Like literally, I don't remember the last cleaning that we've had. So, um, but you've never really needed a cleaner with the style style of play that you lot have had, like and implemented under Alex Ferguson. Like he didn't really need. Yeah, no, like, I agree. Play. I agree. But I'm saying, I'm saying now we need a cleaner. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now we need someone that can can really do a job and um, just be that guy that we need, man. Uh, what do you think United need, eh? Um, I think at number three, United definitely need United definitely need a left back. I think it's fair, it's fair. Is, but is I've, got, I've got faith in uh, Brandon Williams, man. From what I've seen from the kid, I, I'm I'm happy to go into next season with him. And we've got more maybe, pressing concerns. And Luke Shaw, yeah, maybe, Luke Shaw was was definitely not like um, he's not even in my mind. He's already been demoted. Do you know what I'm saying? He's not the issue anymore because he's not even in a, in a place to be an issue anymore. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. I mean, maybe it's because you're a United fan, isn't it? Like, and you're more like, it's just the same way, like, sometimes you're like, un- um, you're not convinced by um, um, Callum Hudson-Odoi. Like, when you're not um, part of that, when you don't support that club, some young players, they're a bit questionable. Yeah, yeah, like, for me, Brandon Williams is a bit questionable. Like, I don't really... I don't really get his his aura, his his game, like as of yet anyway, in it. But as as time time will tell, yeah, if he's exactly, a quality. Exactly. But I I still do think maybe bringing in a quality left back to to compensate for um, Wan Bissaka's lack of attacking ability will help a lot because I think it won't be like highlighted as much if there was a good left back on the other side who could attack. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, Fam, even so, like, even. Um... Something that I didn't mention, sorry, but another priority that is major for us is a right winger fam. Someone that can, and I, I think more so what you're saying, so someone that would make Wan-Bissaka look better is someone in front of him that is, is mad going forward because they're not going to have to do much defensively. Yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, I hear that fully, and I, but I didn't even really go with the, the what's it called? The, the like your forward line is not priority yeah, as yeah, of now. Really. Like, that's something you can just add to. Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Second of all, um, yeah, like you said, the number 10. Because I won't assume that Bruno Fernandes is coming because the fam United have been known to mess up chances. Say that you're close to getting someone and then we just see that it's all done. Do you get what I'm saying? Even Gedson Fernandes, for for the longest, I thought he was going to United. Trust me, trust me. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> Literally, like, so I don't know. Until I see Bruno Fernandes hold that United top, I won't take him as a United player. And United need that number 10. Someone that can just... Take the burden off Pogba a bit. Mm. Let Pogba do his stuff. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I'll take, take the burden off Pogba. Then at number one, of course, as you said already, um, the centre-back, man. The centre-back is a priority. And I've been one of the guys screaming that United centre-backs are all second centre-backs. Like, they're not, they're not number one centre-backs. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, just to wrap up this little segment, fam, United definitely need a centre-back. Yeah, we've got a number of holes, but... Um... Hopefully, during this window and during the summer, we can fill a few of them. Alright, cool. So, it's half time. Take a break from the little segment that we had. And we just used this opportunity to answer some of you man's questions. You get me? So, a little cheeky segment that we're adding. A new thing. Diving in with Darren. Half time. <laughs> you love that song fam big tune 
big tune. But yeah, man, called Diving In With Darren. Maybe on the next episode, it'll be Diving In With Daniel. But in this segment, basically, what we're going to do is literally, I'm going to ask Darren a couple questions that have been um, provided to us by some of the social media users, some of the people that follow us. And um, Darren's going to give his take and give or take. You can disagree or agree with him. Yep. Let us know. And make let us sure know what you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just at us and let us know and we'll be happy to respond and give our give our take in it. So yeah, Darren, first of all, rank these Premier League players, these Premier League hot prospects from worst to best. You've got Hudson Odoi, Greenwood, um who are the other two guys? Hudson Odoi, Greenwood, Reese James. Trent Alexander-Arnold. No Martinelli? And Martinelli. That's the last player I forgot, yeah. That wasn't on the question, however, but so is that is Martinelli. That, is that based on their current that's, form or their no, potential? No, that's based on who you think is going to be world-class. Okay. Um, so their potential, essentially. Well, bottom of that list, I'd go with Hudson Odoi. Okay, fair enough. Still yet to be sold on him. You know, if this season was supposed to be his breakout season, I understand he's coming back from injury, but um, just got given a big deal and um, can barely get in the starting lineup. I'll Highly re- disappointing. I'll resist the urge to debate. Yeah, resist. <laughs> resist. Um, Hudson Odoi. Listen, I, I, I don't. I don't like being harsh on him, but when I watch him play, he just doesn't look anything special for me personally. Okay. Um, S five, so he's fifth. Fourth, I'd go with. Uh, ooh, I go. Ooh, I go. Reese James. Not to be biased against. Huh? Uh, oh not to God. be biased against these Chelsea Dons. But um, you think Martinelli and Greenwood are gonna have better careers than Reese James? Yes, I do. Oh Jesus, please take the uh, Reese James. I think he'll be a quality player. Quality right back, but um, yeah, like he at the end of the day, he's a right back. The, the value is limited. If you're asking me, who do I want? Do I want a, a number nine that's going to be a bagsman, or do I want a right back? I'm gonna, I'm gonna want a number nine. That's not the question, though. Yeah, but it, the question is: it, is, is it easier rank, rank them? Rank them. Is it easier to become a world class right back or a world class striker? That's not the question either. That that's it, a whole that's, different question. It's not. It's not because look at it. Think about it. Actually, do you know what? It's, this is this is yeah, your that's segment. How, it's an interpretation. It's segment. It's yeah, interpretation. yeah, yeah. This is your segment. I will, the I will the way I'm interpreting it is who who for their career span, who would I rather have for their career span? Okay. And uh, I'm taking a striker over a fullback. Okay. And Trent Trent Alexander Arnold has already surpassed whatever Reese James will do throughout his career. Trent, Trent Alexander Arnold, Champions League winner. He's got like the most assists in the Premier League over. Since he, since he's been since he's been like a regular starter, uh, one of the most important players and one of the best in no in the best team in the world. So Trent Alexander Arnold will even be. Uh, I'll put him at fam. The, the guy's only what twenty two years old, and look at his resume. Look at his resume already. I'd even put him. I put him number one, just based mm. on what he's already achieved. I yeah. put him number one. Uh, number three, I'd go Martinelli. Love the the work rate, love the the ability, and number two, Mason Greenwood, simply a wonder kid and the future of Manchester United Football Club. 
Mm, a bit of bias there, but we'll, we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it stepping. Indeed, um, indeed. Number two question. Martin Kieran was, um, he, he said on um, TalkSport, he said that Van Dijk is the best defender the Premier League has ever, ever seen. So I think he was, I think his premise was um, ability-wise. Do you agree with that? And if you do, why? If you don't, why? Ability-wise, I will agree. Obviously, his resume is still yet to be built. You know, he's he's only been at the top level for, what, two years now? Mm. He's still yet to, you know, uh, develop his body of work. But as far as ability, the guy is, he's special, fam. How can you go a season without being without being beaten? Without so you're telling past, me, yeah. Exactly. So he can basically be a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> be one of the best fullbacks in the world, let alone um, do the job that he's doing at centre-back. He yeah. can be the, the aggressive guy. Um, going to win headers, mm. um, being out front, basically being the AF, or he can be the cleaner, mm. um, utilizing the speed, cleaning up all the mess that everyone else makes. The versatility is there, like the ability is mad. Um, as soon as he comes in, things change up for Liverpool. I'll give it to Virgil van Dijk. Okay, okay, calm. Moving on, you're the England manager. You also have the option to bring Vardy out of retirement. You're taking three strikers and Kane is not included. Who are you taking? Three strikers and Kane is not included. Yes. Is Rashford inclu- is coming yeah, as a striker? Yeah, yeah. Rashford, Rashford counts as a striker. Look, Rashford is guaranteed going. Okay. Um, you said I can bring Vardy out of retirement? Yeah. I'm bringing Vardy out of retirement. Okay. Jamie Vardy is a gunman, fam. So you got to take Jamie Vardy. And lastly... I go with Danny Ings, man. He deserves it. Like from what he's done this so season. So you don't take Tammy Abraham. Ooh. Oh my God, Dario, you want to show? No, no, no. I take, I take, I take Tammy Abraham. I take Tammy oh my Abraham. God, I was going to go back. Tammy no, I take Tammy you can't Abraham. Can't forget. Can't forget Tammy, man. Fam, and the thing is, that's what I'm saying. The bringing Vardy out of retirement thing is is a is a bit of a game changer because now you're choosing between Abraham and Ings. Abraham if goes I can bring over Vardy Ings. out of retirement, Vardy has to roll. But Ings is Ings is a Vardy. Like, they're the same player. No, Vardy I, yeah, better. exactly. I agree, I agree. That's what I said. Vardy has to roll. You're choosing between Abraham and Ings. And you take Abraham. Abraham's actually improved this season a lot as, as the season's progressed. His improvement has been scary. Like, do, do you know what's funny? Like, we were talking about things like his hold-up play in the beginning of the season. His link-up play. It's nuts. Bro, those are probably his best attributes right now. If yeah. anything, I'm saying right now, what he needs to work on is his finishing. Because he could have easily, he could easily have about 18 goals right now, like, with yeah. the chances that he's had. But fam, kudos to him, man. He's doing his thing. Yeah, it? he's got to get hot again, though, man. The goals are drying up. He needs to get hot again. I mean, he scored in his last game. He it, now it's it's because he's, you're so used to seeing him score three two goals a game. Now, he's yeah, I want, I want to see him at his best. I want to see him at <laughs> I mean, his best. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I hear that, man. I hear that. Hundred percent. It makes sense. This is a question that has um, divided a lot of debate amongst my boys. So tell me what you think. If yep. you had to take, so. I don't want you to take into account what they've achieved in terms of what trophies that they've won, but them mm-hmm. as their players, their 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 like their ability. You know, this is my yeah. question. This individually. Is my question. So Lewandowski or Suarez? I don't care about the style of play. They don't care about the team you're building. Just them, their ability. Who you taking? Suarez, man. <laughs> you're taking Suarez, yeah. As much as I love Lewandowski, uh, Lewandowski is an is an elite, elite, elite player, fam. Like, yeah, he's elite, but. Some of the things that Suarez does is just 
people don't people don't do, people cannot do it. Uh, kicking kicking the ball over a defender's head and going around the keeper, naughty. Yeah, like Suarez does some stuff that that you you won't see in your life ever yeah. again. Yeah, so that that kind of ability, you you got to take it. I hear that. And last but not least, to end the halftime segment, this is a big question that's been dividing a lot, that's been causing a lot of debate. And I'm telling you, this has been like so mad, like controversial. Amongst, yeah, controversial amongst my like friendship groups and that. Um, but yeah, what I'd say is rank these strikers in terms of again, like their ability, their ability as football players. Yeah, yeah. Wayne Rooney, right? Sergio Aguero, Aguero. I said Aguero. Jesus. <laughs> Sergio Aguero, yep. Thierry Henry, yep, and Alan Shearer. As far as ability, you said yeah, ability. Uh, bottom of the pack, Alan Shearer. Okay, Alan Shearer. Uh, obviously, the goal record is crazy. Yeah, but as far as, far as ability, I don't think he's in the realm of uh, the other three guys. Cool. Um, third, I'm going Sergio Aguero. Really? As, yes. As much as we love Aguero, you're not. You can't drop Aguero and tell him play centre mid. There's one guy on this list that you could say that to. Okay, that that I would I would agree with that interpretation. And Aguero, Aguero, I, listen, we know Aguero is a gunman. If you're telling me, uh, like, oh, who, who's the best striker? That's there's a difference between who's the best striker, who's no, the that's best at that position, that's what I was and saying, the ability. That's why I was saying that you've interpreted it differently. In terms exactly, of, exactly. Yeah, I love exactly. it. That's fine. Um, yeah, uh, Aguero third. Like, I love Aguero. What he brings to the game, goal getting. He's number one as far as if I need a goal scorer, Aguero is number one on the list. Okay. But um, as far as ability, uh, Aguero third. I go number two, Wayne Rooney. The range yeah. of passing, the work ethic, the versatility, even from a young age, like Wayne yeah. Rooney, special player. Number one, Thierry Henry, man. Yeah. The guy was... And I, I think the most unique thing about him is he played at a different speed to everyone else. Like... It, the speed it, it, that he played with was even with the football at his feet. It's like no one, no one can play at that speed. I mean, if if you followed my Insta, I had to put the question of Rooney versus Aguero, um, versus Henri up because some people were saying that Rooney is a better footballer than Henri, and I was quite hurt by that statement. The guy knows who he is, <laughs> and he's going to listen to this. Um, but I was, I was quite hurt. Like Henri, you know, you have those players that if anyone tries to come for, you're going to defend them to the end. Like, yeah, exactly. You're going to discredit anyone. And Henri, my two players like, are, my two players are Messi and Henri. Like, you just can't argue with these guys, like, in yeah, my opinion, like, just can't. Henri, Henri, Henri as far as ability, fam, he scored some of the scariest goals you'll ever see, fam. That, that goal against United where he chipped it up. Fam, you think, that is one of the, what? you will never, ever, ever see anything like that in, in a big game. In a big again. game. Like, it's a big game. Look what and the thing is, trying. it wasn't only it wasn't like a chip up, fam. The Donny used like like the side of his foot, yeah. and and nah, man. And then he uh, wrapped it into the top corner. But yeah, man, nah, Henri, nah, man, good Henry man. Levels, but yeah, that's just her. We're gonna wrap up the halftime segment. Uh, it's a solid segment. With, diving in with Darren. Hope I hope I gave some uh, some some controversy for the people them out there. Yeah, and um, yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know where you disagree with me. Definitely. Thank you, Darren, man. Um, we'll, we'll be with you shortly. I think I think I'll be put in the hot seat next time. So, yeah, man. Yeah, See I how it goes. Make sure it's, it's, a, it's a saucy one. Leave it controversial when I met him. 
All right. So as we dive back into the to the strengths and weaknesses of the some of the top teams, next team we're going to jump on is Manchester City. Obviously, one of the best teams in the world still. However, yeah, they have got a few holes in their team. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you saying? And first, yeah, third, I'll go for is another cleaner. You know, Fernandinho is getting old now. He's 35 years of age. But to be fair, he's, he's centre-back now. He's a centre-back. You know Pep has said he's a centre-back. Oh, that's his full-time position. That's his position, yeah. Well, that even makes the need for a cleaner even more uh, dire. Because mm. uh, for me, Rodri doesn't provide the same skill set. Mm. If you're mm. playing um, two uh, attack, basically attacking midfielders in front of uh, in front of um, your, your deep-line midfielder, you need someone that can break up play. Mm. That's the value of a Fernandinho or Fabinho or Kante. You, mm. you don't need anyone else to support them. Rodri, he doesn't have that same skill set for me. So, yeah. um, I think they definitely need someone that can actually break up play and not just be a deep-line playmaker. Yeah. Um, number two, I'll go with... I think they need a left-back. I think they need a left-back. Benjamin Mendy struggles to stay fit, man. Yeah, and as as much as much as uh, I like him, as much as a quality player that he is, as I said, the best ability is availability. And if, mm. if I can't guarantee that you're going to be there, I'll replace you. Yeah, Benjamin Mendy could be replaced. As we said, the names prior, Dinier, anyone of that ilk, like someone that can provide quality, especially because City rely on those positions so much. Mm. I feel like uh, you can't rely on a Zinchenko and the man there because. As I said, you can't rely on Mendy. And uh, lastly, I'll go for uh, a thing that most teams need at the moment, which is a dominant centre-back. Yeah. Um, as much as I like, you know, Laporte, he hasn't been fit this season. And we can see the holes that that has created. Yeah. From when you have to take away from your entire team by dropping Fernandinho from uh, CD, his best position to centre-back, that, that that's basically... Uh, tripped up their whole season kind of thing. Like, they're not competing mm. for the title anymore because you, you, I think, basically, you're feeling the effects of basically losing Rod, um, Laporte and Fernandinho. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, I definitely think they need a dominant centre-back. Um, and as we said, we need a a complementary type of centre-back to Laporte. So, a, a Koulibaly, a Upa Meccano, someone that's aggressive, that can go get, go get uh, after the ball, win headers, Things of that nature, and um, yeah, they definitely need a centre back. Yeah, I mean, I can't lie to you. Um, my list for City is the same. They need the left because the, really, truly, City have no problems going forward. They've got an abundance of attackers. Yeah, exactly. Like they can switch. So many they can goals. So many options. You still got Phil Foden, who's even struggling to get into the team, and exactly. Phil Foden gets into it. A lot of Premier League teams, like as a young talent, like exactly. he's a very good quality player. So yeah, number three again. Cleaner CDM. I don't rate Rodri in it personally. I think Rodri, yeah, Rodri is a very neat player, can give distribute the ball, but I just think he doesn't have the uh, uh, aggressive nature you need as a CDM. Yeah, like he's not that like he can be knocked over basically. Yeah, he like, can I, get I stuck in like that. Yeah, and as good as Barcelona, as good as Busquets is, and I still rate him highly. I just think if you take Busquets as great as a CDM he is, and if you take Casemiro. Real Madrid because I use them as the two like yeah um like 
like top top CDMs. Casemiro yeah. suits the Premier League more than Busquets does. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because I just think in Spain and especially in the Champions League as well, Barcelona just have a lot of the ball. So Busquets able to thrive when he has yeah. the ball, he has time on the ball and all of that. But in the yeah. Premier League, you just don't have time. There's people always constantly chasing you. Yeah, so yeah, and you there's just no small duns in the Premier League. There's no especially small in the middle of exactly. park. Yeah, it's physical. Very physical, so yeah, like but Rodri, I just think that lacks that physical aspect of it um, to his game. Um, again, left back Benjamin Mendy doesn't stay fit, and when Benjamin Mendy is injured, you have Zinchenko, who had he's not that great. He's not even a left back. He's actually he's a makeshift. Yeah, yeah, he's a makeshift. He's Maitland now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's obviously Maitland now has improved, but prior to the season beginning, I would have said Zinchenko and Maitland now were in the same bracket, like as Trust fullbacks. Me. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't want to see Cancelo at, at left-back. He's a right-back. So, like, they need a left-back. And then, obviously, the centre-back. Laporte, I do believe, is a number one centre-back. So, they do need someone to compliment him. Losing company was... No, like, I thought Laporte is a number one centre-back. Yeah, Laporte is definitely a number one yeah, centre-back. Yeah, for sure. But losing company, thinking that you wouldn't need to replace company exactly. is almost that's, like, a, that's the key point. It's almost criminal. So, yeah. That's the key point. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Like that's Man City's need. It's not. It's not terrible. They can definitely get that in the next window, and we'll see. But, what... but when you're competing against the best team in the world, yeah, you have to be near perfect. And we're not talking about Leicester. We are talking about Liverpool. But we're moving on to Leicester. Oh, who, for sure, for sure. Who, who are who are having a? I can't lie. Surprising season, to say the least. From bro, quality yeah. season, bro. Quality season. But um, if I was to say what do they need, if I take the lead on this, um. Third, they need a winger. I think they need a goal-scoring winger. They need to take the burden off Vardy as much as possible because, obviously, yeah. I don't think they have a plan in place to replace Vardy. So, I'm going to get there no, to Vardy because Vardy is my number one... Like, replacement for Vardy is my number one thing because Vardy is not young anymore. Yeah, so, 30 now? 29? Uh, he's, Vardy's like 32. Check his oh, age sir. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Vardy's approaching 35 quickly. <laughs> That, that retirement age. And you know what you're talking, that kind of age? Fam. The end is near. That retirement age. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like, they definitely need to... What, what, if, Leicester are, if Leicester are really trying to preserve Vardy, they need to take the goal-scoring burden off of him. Like, mm. they need to have goals all over the pitch, in my opinion. I agree, exactly. So, I think they do need... And that will even preserve his career, fam. 100%. Like, Obviously, him retiring from England from international duty, like that's obviously going to help his career as well. Extra mm. rest and all of that. But Iose Perez and Harvey Barnes, great players. Rogers has made them look better than what they actually are. Hundred percent. Like I would hundred percent um, say that. But they're not goal scorers. You can definitely find like bargains out there that. Um, Rodgers will be able to mould into his system and then become those goal-scoring type, workaholic-type wingers. Mm. So, definitely, um, that is an area for them. Um, number two, I think it's not a position, it's more in general. Depth, I think they lack quality, serious, like, they yeah, lack serious depth. I agree, like, for sure. They don't have quality in depth at all. I think they're lucky that they're not in Europe as well. I don't think they are where they are if they're in the Champions League. They nope, would struggle I to agree. compete. So, and obviously, I think they will qualify for the Champions League this year. So, next year, they need about five players to come in yeah, to literally. add to the depth of the team. Exactly. So, yeah, depth is definitely an issue. And like I said, number one, if we're looking towards the future, they need a, they need a contingency plan. They need a plan for when Vardy retires or when Vardy has that one injury that keeps him out for 
most of the season. Because mm. I rate Vardy, his fitness, his, what he's done, how he's been able to handle himself. But it, it's inevitable. There's only so much you can do. Like LeBron, look at LeBron. Exactly. Like, athlete connoisseur. Like, he's literally an athlete. Like, um, I definitely used the wrong word, but... Shall we move? <laughs> yeah, that's about Athlete, like one of the best athletes ever, but he yeah, still got injured. Yeah, it's the standard, but he still got injured. Like, there's only so much you can do to prevent injury exactly. at that age. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they definitely need a plan for Vardy. But, yeah, what do you think? Uh, mine are basically the same, um, but just a different order. First for now, third on the list, I'll go with depth. Mm. As you said, man, I think they just need Champions League next season. You need a, a deep squad, man. You need a deep squad. I think they need to bring in uh, to another centre midfielder, mm. um, uh, some help on the back line. I think they need they need a lot of uh, reinforcements as far as depth goes. Yeah. Um, second, I go with um, a Vardy backup. Yeah. As much as uh, you know, I love you, like our Nigerian brother. Yeah. yeah as much I love as we you, love Nacho. Um, I don't think he can be. He's not. If if Vardy got injured, Leicester wouldn't be where they're at right now. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, will leave you wanting more. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think they definitely could do some depth at the position. And and the thing is, they can. They've got options that you can go young with, like a young G that you can develop, or you can go with like a veteran type. And now's the time to do that if they want to go for the young. Exactly. Team. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Vardy's still got some time left. You can develop yeah. a hard youngie to be the heir apparent. Yeah. But um, yeah. Lastly, number one, I go with um, goal scoring, man, and that's yeah. Uh, you know that can come from the wipe, obviously, because um, indeed, Tielemans and Madison, those guys are pretty much staples in the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd say um, goal scoring in the wide position. It's man. the wingers, man. Harvey Barnes and Ayose Perez, like they're yeah, not good they're enough. doing the job, but they're, they're not good enough. They're, they're not. Yeah, they're just especially not. when when you're when you're top four side. Need more than Harvey Barnes and Jose Perez. I like Harvey Barnes a lot, but he doesn't give you uh, enough goals. Yeah, and I actually think he he knows that himself because he said that in a press conference that Brendan was saying he needs to add more goals to his game. Yeah, and um, yeah, man, uh, they could definitely fam. That's why they miss Mares, man. Yeah, hundred percent. They miss Mares. Yeah, they miss Mares, man. They miss Mares. But Maris. yeah, uh, definitely a winger. Uh, uh, yeah, and lastly, pretty much the perfect team. Yeah, <laughs> as much as it hurts to say, Liverpool Football Club, man. Yeah, they've got they've got quality all over the pitch, man. Uh, you got Allison, elite goalkeeper. You yeah. got Virgil Van Dijk, elite centre back. You got Robertson and Trent, elite width. You got Mane and Salah, elite goal scoring. You've got Fabinho, elite cleaner. You got Firmino, elite playmaker. Like they've got, got you got Wijnaldum, Henderson, got exactly, workaholics, exactly. elite workaholics. workaholics. Then you yeah, got the only thing got, I'd say that they maybe they lack is another another advanced playmaker, someone yeah, that can play I number mean, ten for them. But that's not even like how they play. Yeah, you know like, that's not an issue for them because when Origi comes into the to the team, I think Klopp compl- compliments. The team by putting someone like a Lallana, Oxley, exactly, Chamberlain in yeah, that like, position. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I so agree, like you got players in the back. Look at their depth, fam. Oxley, yeah, Chamberlain, Lallana, fam. Even Shakiri. Shakiri was a very, very good player. Like exactly. best player, stick, like quality player. Doesn't Origi, even get minutes. Shakiri, um, Joe Gomez, because Matip is still their number two centre back, fam. Do you think so? I think Joe Gomez might have taken it back. You know, 
No, nah, man. Matip is still that guy, fam. Let's not Matip forget is, Matip was Matip on back. before let's he see, got injured. Let's fam. see what. Let's see who he starts in the next game. Obviously, if if I'm saying if Matip is the same guy that he was before he got injured, I'm taking Matip over Joe Gomez. That Matip was looking like a new dawn, fam. Yeah, yeah, no, he but was Joe Gomez, looking better. I can't than... lie, Joe, Joe Gomez is a baller as well, though. Hundred percent, but Matic, yeah, hundred percent. He was even looking better than Van Dijk, like. So, <laughs> yeah, he was on, he was on crowd still, but exactly. Um, nah, definitely. Then you've still got Dejan Lovren, who's still no slouch as a centre back. Trust like, me. Do you get what I'm saying? So still when you have James that, Milner, the yeah. ultimate Swiss Army knife, <laughs> when that you can basically got, be depth at any position. Yeah. So when you've got all these players that are able to do a job, and it's because they. One thing about football is that um, player management is a big thing, and being able to motivate your players and then also roll, um, roll, um, roll the famine exactly. Just like we were talking about in the NBA, yeah, fam. Klopp has defined everyone's role. Everyone knows their role. Origi knows his role. Mm. Everyone knows their role, and they're happy Origi, to Origi, do that role. Fam, I give him huge credit for him huge credit. He is like he's like a sixth man. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? He's like a. He's, He's like a 12th man from there. Precise, he can come yeah. in and he can fill in for any of the front three, which yeah, is very precise. impressive. Yeah, man. Liverpool, man. I mean, congratulations to them. I can almost yeah, announce The league's them as, done. And I, yeah, I, I can see done. them uh, winning the Champions League again. Too. I just hope they don't win the Champions League. That yeah, would just be crazy, Open pray. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's the best place to leave it. Um, we thank everyone for listening. I mean, it's been a really enjoyable episode where we've been able to go into a lot. Try and try and break down teams and where they can improve exactly in this transfer window and going forward in summer. Exactly. Obviously, um, the teams that we highlight earlier have more pressing needs. But, yeah. um, you know, hopefully United don't mess up the Bruno Fernandes deal. Mm. Hopefully you, man, in the, Fam, in the, in the well, summer we, can go get yourself... The band is gone now and we're moving as if we're still on a band. <laughs> Trust, I, mean? I ain't heard you linked to anyone. Yeah, man, everything is cooled down, like... But to be fair, I do hear it. Like he doesn't want to bring in someone that's just a waste of money. Like, and then you're. Nah, those, are st- those are the stories Oli tells us. <laughs> nah, nah, definitely. I hear it though. But Chelsea, stories, fam, stories, Chelsea stories. The, the, the thing about <laughs> this guy is not serious. The thing about <laughs> Chelsea though is that, like, our needs are like players Specific. that need to yeah that need to come in and start. Like you mm. don't just go and buy that. Like if it was, but okay, human have done a good job of that throughout the years, though. Like yeah, buying yeah, yeah. immediate, buying immediate starters. So players, yeah, fam, yeah. We'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, def- appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been a great episode, pal. It's been a great episode. We'll shout you in it in a bit. <laughs>